Balance of Nature's Fruits and Vegetables in a Capsule, Changing the World One Life at a Time. I'm in the medical field, and I think when you start out these things, you know, everything from the advertisement sounds so good that you're psyched up for it to work. It's working. Anyway, I'm happy. (laughs) Balance of Nature has made a big difference. It's just one of the greatest products, and it's just so simple, and it works. Balance of Nature is a fantastic product. You could tell it's real. You could taste it. And it gives you really good energy, and it's just right up there with rent, electric cable, like things that you have to have. I'm not cutting Balance of Nature. Uh Uh-uh. No, I love it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature right now. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com for more information or to place your order. Shipping is always free. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code KATE. Z-Stack was a gift from God. So, so, since with God's grace, I was the originator of the protocol, both the the hydroxychloroquine protocol and the Z-Stack approach, that they felt that they were getting an authentic, undiluted version of a treatment that's endorsed by me. And so it's become a real um, successful approach in mitigating the severity of illness, viral illness, is that it's a nutritional supplement, which it is, and that it is an immune booster. Now, what I could say is that it contains quercetin and vitamin C, which according to the NIH peer-reviewed papers is an effective zinc delivery system. And according to peer-reviewed papers also on the NIH, zinc inhibits the enzyme that is associated with RNA viral replication. And according to peer-reviewed papers, vitamin D3 in high normal levels between 50 and 70 essentially eliminates intensive care unit admissions. It's an extremely powerful um, immune booster or optimizing your immune system. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. And then if you, God forbid, you do get sick, you use zinc and a zinc delivery system to inhibit viral replication and outcomes are much more favorable. It's a general health treatment. It would make sense to have your immune system as optimal and primed before you get sick. Go to katedallyradio.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Zelenko ad. And you'll be, you'll be helping Truth and Radio at the same time you're ordering wonderful products for yourself from Dr. Zelenko. Try the new Z-Flu, the brand new product that just came out that it can help you feel a little better when you have the flu and also help prevent the flu. You're going to love this product. It's called Z-Flu. Look for it on Zelenko's page when you link over from my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Thanks so much. Question authority. And when authority answers, Arch One Eyebrow and ask, Is that so? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Stoves could soon get 86 from kitchens across the country going forward. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commissioner is considering a ban on the appliances for new builds. Uh, it says those appliances can be a source of indoor pollution, sometimes linked to childhood asthma. But also the gas, no gas lines in new construction. Is that about fossil fuels or is it about 
Sorry, I'm getting in trouble. No, well, no, that's okay. that's a short answer. It's about climate change okay. because right. methane is 80 times more powerful right. than CO2 when it comes to heating up the planet. Right. So big time, but but in small spaces, it's personal health. Okay. Yep, that was CNN. Whoops, whoops, I'm getting in trouble. Oh, can't can't tell you it's about fossil fuels. Got to tell you it's about climate change. That explains why so many cooks drop dead. <laughs> I wonder if they've ever studied that. No. I don't think so. No. No. The results wouldn't be what they want. Yeah. Just, you know, they want to change how you cook and how you do things in your life and control every aspect of it. But nothing to see here, folks. Um, And on the lamest terms of children's asthma and um, burning up the the climate. Yes, that's exactly what's going on, right? Said nobody ever that had a brain. Welcome to the show. And we do have that privileged white man. Dr. Duke Pesta joining us. How are you? Well, my privilege just grows. I mean, uh, <laughs> all the taxes, all the right? opprobrium, oh. all of the lies and the scandalous de- denial of history. I yeah. mean, I know. M- Milty, man, it's hard being us, isn't it? It we, is. We need a- some kind of an affirmative action program, don't right? we out there? I mean, to keep you guys in line and in check. Yeah. What do you I, think? Uncle I'm Milty? just going to keep trying to make more money than they can steal. <laughs> you were well, that, just that involves uh, hard work and yeah. you know they're not going to come anywhere near that isn't yeah. that the truth we were just he was just looking at a monopoly meme do you want to yeah that, that, that have you seen that monopoly meme where we it says how would you like playing this game where all you do is circle the board collect 200 dollars, and try to avoid going to jail but never purchase an asset <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You, and that's yeah. how most well, people Well, you awful live. white men running yeah. around purchasing assets in a in a free market world, uh, country anyway. Uh, so you know the privileged white uh, voices of these college professors, I guess, because you're a college professor. So how do you feel about the privileged white voice of the college professor? You know, I, I think we are going through a really important moment um, because. We, we are watching, the, uh, we're on the cusp of watching what used to be a constitutional republic then lapsed into a democracy and is moving quickly towards a socialist state. I, I want to start by pointing out, Karl Marx made this statement. I didn't, he did. Mm-hmm. He said that democracy is the first step to socialism. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for 25, 30 years, we've taught our children two generations of school kids that we are a democracy. Most of my students, 20, 29 out of 30, my, 30 of my students, every class believe that we are a democracy. Uh, even Fox News mm-hmm. uh, routinely, routinely roots, uh, lists us as a democracy, talks about our democracy. We are not a democracy. But Marx was right. If we could take a constitutional republic like America and transform it into a, a monopoly, uh, not a monopoly, excuse me, a, mm-hmm. a transform it into an, a democracy, which is what, think about how the left is attacking every aspect of our culture that separates power, right? Mm-hmm. They're going after the Supreme Court. They don't like it. They're going after the Electoral College. Uh, they want, they're, they're choosing collectivization over individuality, at least in the minds of about 40, 45, 50 percent of our citizens now we are a democracy. And a democracy means that if you got one vote more than the other guy, all power belongs to you. Mm. That's what Marx meant. 
Mm-hmm. If we could convince uh, uh, Americans that they weren't part of a constitutional re- uh, republic, that there were no re- – the checks and balances to the degree they stop progressivism are no longer valid, which is what exactly what they're arguing, mm-hmm. we would find ourselves exactly where we are. And in a state that is moving from – that transition from democracy to socialism, uh, think about what's happening right now. Virtue. We spent thousands and thousands of years working on what virtue was, mm-hmm. trying to separate humiliate, uh, humility from pride, generosity from selfishness, from uh, temperance from excess. And so uh, v- virtue is a very hard thing. You got to work at it. It's a moral system that requires practice. No one's born virtuous. But along comes the, the magical hand of social progressivism, and all virtue now is the same thing, that we now have to uh, admire the lazy person as much as the hardworking one. The, mm-hmm. the sexually promiscuous person is exactly the equal of the chaste person. All the virtues have been torn down, and we're left with one virtue. That virtue now is inclusivity. And by definition, inclusivity means to the left – that that which has been for, formerly left out must be put ahead. And so think about how, one more example here, college, mm-hmm. as a college professor. For a thousand years, college was meant as higher education. By definition, kids who, who could do education beyond the typical public school education were allowed to go to college because they had higher abilities. Well, the very word higher now is discriminatory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the only way we can be inclusive as a university system, which is all run by progressive socialists, is if we take unqualified kid, kids, lower educated kids, kids incapable of college work. Mm-hmm. And then we we seek them out. We give them scholarships. We give them money to come to campus. They're what matters. And I'm seeing it at my universe university. Yes. yes, we're bringing we're bringing all kinds of kids who can't do the work, but they're the privileged kids, especially if they're inner city kids, because not only are they educationally behind, they're also minorities. Mm-hmm. And so inclusivity means that we must lower education to make it fair for everybody, and we're destroying education altogether. It's uh, there was an article where we're we're actually kind of referring to this, uh, talking about privileged white voices should not influence curriculum, says district administrator. So you have nothing to say. So all that that you just said means nothing to these administrators because you're white, Um, even though you just pointed out something very beautiful when it comes to the what and, and not good, not a good thing. But I mean. You did it so beautifully, Dr. Pesta, in talking about what inclusivity really means, what we're what what this what this boils down to, why they're why they're changing things, why they want these new definitions. But you're a privileged white voice. You can't say these things. You can't influence curriculum to tell the truth. My problem is, is it's not my voice necessarily. I mean, it's the what you what you're basically saying, the voices of Abraham Lincoln and Shakespeare and Aristotle and Plato Mm -hmm. and Dostoevsky and Milton and all the great voices of Western culture who happen to be white. Uh, the great scientist, Newton, all their all they have to be canceled too. I am relatively in, important in that, in that list of people. But think about Newton for one example. We have science programs at universities now mm-hmm. who are downplaying the discoveries of Newton, gravity and, and, mm-hmm. and optics, physics, the things that he did because he was white. And so we- And that's we, it. The only reason- 
Yep, that's the only reason. Oh, mm. And we, we hear from the progressives that empirical evidence and the scientific mm-hmm. method and education itself are white male constructs that were designed to persecute non-white men. And so the entire his, let's be very clear. So much. What, what's the number? Mm-hmm. How high would we put it? When you think about the things that science has given us, when you think about think about the cultural legacy, what percentage of those things that we now we used to hold dear came to us through white males? I mean, yeah. democracy, if right. you like it, but certainly constitutional republic. Right. The Romans were considered white, white male, white male. So mm-hmm. uh, Republican forms of government, mm-hmm. liberty, uh, individuality, human rights, gay rights, civil rights, women's rights. All these things emanated out of supposedly white male dominated cultures. Right. Uh, and on the scientific level, you've got airplanes and computers and telephones. And I mean, it goes endless. Right. Mm-hmm. So consequently. Go ahead and silence the voices, but then stop using what they've given you. Stop. Isn't that cultural appropriation? (laughs) I mean, the worst thing you can do is culturally appropriate something. So if I dress as a geisha girl for for Halloween, I look really good in an obi, by the way. If I do that, (laughs) I'm evilly appropriating somebody else's culture. But the rest of the world quite literally can take everything that these evil white men have given us and to use it for their benefit while condemning the people who did it. That's how Marxist and evil this is. It is. Uh, this administrator went on this forum, for this virtual meeting for uh, administrators, right, throughout the country. This one was from California. And uh, she went off on, um, if you're white, you cannot influence curriculum on any ethnic studies. You have no point of view. You have nothing to say. And no one should listen to you, especially if the school is made up of uh, people of all descents. You should not you should not have a voice at all. White men should be completely canceled out and people should only hear from their kind is really what she was saying. Right. Well, it's not even their kind. White people should shut up and listen to their kind as their argument. Yes. Yes. And notice, notice, I, I point this out. Western culture built it built all kinds of things. It created edifices of freedom and liberty and uh, human participation and equality. Western culture built mm-hmm. that. Right. All the leftists can do is tear it down. There's a great point in the screw tape letters where the mm-hmm. devil's talking about how Lewis, C.S. Lewis, how the devil goes about destroying human souls. And at one point, the devil admits it. He said, up until now, we have created nothing. We, we, we work hard to create things, the devil said, but everything that's been created belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we can't create, so we must destroy. All we can oh. do is take what God made mm-hmm. and pervert it. Right. That's what these these social justice warriors are doing. They're undermining the very civilization that gave them the freedom to do Mm -hmm. anything. Great point. Hijacking it and then saying it's all in the name of whatever it's in the name of. They they don't make sense. They're nonsensical. (laughs) When you listen to what they say. yeah, They're standing on the shoulders of white men and looking down on those shoulders as if somehow they knock the white dudes underneath them out that all the things that white guys gave them are going to stay. No, they won't. They will go away. The fascism and the tyranny and the anarchy they will unloose will ultimately swallow them as well yep. because right. they don't have what it takes to create anything. And they only want to hear from their own lens. And their own lens is everyone's a racist, everyone's oppressive, right? That's that's yes. white. So you, yes, and, and yeah. think about it. Yeah. it had, had white men not been listening mm-hmm. to other voices, there would be no diversity. Yeah. There would mm-hmm. be no equity. There right. would be no civil rights, human rights, women's rights. We listened. 
Yeah. We did. Yeah. Maybe too. Maybe it took too long. Maybe we didn't fast enough. But we listened. And what they, what these other people are telling you, these progressives, we are an ideology that will listen to nobody but ourselves. <laughs> and every idea they have is ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Make sure and use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings and help truth in radio. Thanks, you guys. Um, Want to get a screwed up curriculum? Go with what these people are espousing. It is, it's so far beyond what I think we could even reach that most people right now, I think, Dr. Pesta, we have to go to a break, but most people think that they're going to get the same education that somebody listening got 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And, it, and obviously, every time you come on, we're reminded it is so vastly different now what they're trying to do to this. And I love mm-hmm. the manipulations you pointed out. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. More with Dr. Duke Pesta. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. White man. Yeah, white man. The <laughs> white man the song. Our immigrants build our built our roads, built our sand, built our th- our things in the song. We white man, you horrible white man, where are you gonna hide? I you love the lyrics. Perfect. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I've got uh, Uncle Milty with me. Hello. Hi. And we have Doctor Duke Pesta from the Doctor Pesta from the Doctor Duke Show, and uh, it does an amazing job. And let me say, let me just say, white man, white man, are you gonna run and hide from the hell you've made? Because you know all the immigrants have built everything. So white man, you're out. White man, you never built anything. I, the messages of these songs, just amazing. You know, the funny thing is, for the first hundred and fifty years, all the immigrants were white. <laughs> yep. So, so the Irish, the mm-hmm. Italians, it was they European. Built everything, yeah. right? I mean, come on. So now, now for the purposes of your stupid little song, Irish and Italian aren't real, and the, the, the Eastern European yep. white men—they're not actually white people anymore. It's amazing how the definition of white man changes depending yes. upon who you talk to. Yes, because America came from a European exodus. It wasn't a Central American exodus. It was not an African exodus it truly wasn't it was a european exodus so what is white well this is the other thing i mean these Mm -hmm. are the same leftists who get mad at at you because Uh you you don't quite get the right gender out of 176 you're dead naming people if you don't give if you forget 
the difference between vapo gender and mirror gender, mm -hmm. you're a monster. But when it comes to the history of white men going all the way back 3,000 years ago to today, that mm -hmm. whether you're a, a Roman or a Greek or you're a 19th century Russia or a Russian or a 16th century Englishman or a 11th century Frenchman, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're Australian or New right. Zealand or you're uh, American or Canadian or any of the European countries from any period in history, you're all just white dudes. I mean, there, I got news for you. I have much more in common with every diversity, every diverse minority person in America today. I have way more in, in common with the, the Compton living African American or the mm -hmm. uh, Seattle living Asian person in right. America today than I have anything in common with people born 500 years ago or 2000 years ago who are white, nothing. And so this whole, the whole category of white male, it's just a, a, a racist way to diminish mm -hmm. anybody who's ever achieved something that the left doesn't like. The woman speaking out in that article that you were referring to um, from The Blaze, it's so interesting how racist these people are to their core. It's all they see. It's all they want to see. Remember the movie, All I See is Dead People? Remember that movie with Bruce Willis? I see dead people everywhere I go. <laughs> um, it's that, but it's with racism. They can only, they can only talk about how racist everybody is. Well, that, that which you have within, can you see without? Well, it, it goes to show you my earlier point. White dudes created dictionaries and encyclopedias full of every piece of knowledge. Yeah. All the left, the progressive leftists have is what? The word racism. That's yep. their whole argument. Right. There's not an argument. There's not a paper to be written. There's not a philosophy behind it. They just look at you and point and call you a racist. That's it. So again, I repeat. The immigrants that came to this country for the first couple, excluding the African-Americans, of course, who were brought here as slaves, but the immigrants who, who came here volitionally, they were all white up until quite recently. Oh, and by the way, that long period of human of American growth was when when most of our immigrants were white, for lack of a better word. Now, over the last, what, 50 years, 70 years, most of our immigrants have been non-white. Mm -hmm. how, how long did it take us to build back? the World Trade Center? Yeah. What feats of great building is modern contemporary American culture doing? It takes us years, if not decades, to build a simple bridge in this country. Right. I mean, as this culture, country has gotten less and less, excuse me, more and more diverse, it seems like one of the consequences of that is we're not getting much done. <laughs> so true. Replacing a lot of blame, though, or it's busy, busy, busy work. How, how much of our uh, <laughs> manufacturing and right. uh, our creative power has been is being farmed out now to other countries? Yeah. What are we doing in this country? We, we for 30, 40, 50 years, we have been really heavy on diversity, which mm -hmm. is not not in, nothing intrinsically wrong with it. But mm -hmm. our immigrants have been we have been poorer, less educated, and coming from non-white places. Good, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah. What are we building? What are we doing with that? Our, right. What is the, the future of America in this diverse way that the left, like this woman you're talking about, the school administrator? OK, so she's clearly woman. She's clearly not white. So other than, again, pointing the finger at people like Milty and me and calling us racist. What are you doing? What kind of curriculum mm -hmm. are you are you replacing with the old curriculum? Because every test seems to show that with every year that goes by with the left in charge of education, our kids are getting dumber, less educated, more ignorant. Right. So the question becomes, how long can this continue? 
before everything totally collapses. You can't keep putting people mm-hmm. in charge that are ignorant, uneducated, unqualified, and racist. continue and to pro- and continue to progress. Yeah. I mean, we're hiring school administrators who hate who hate edu- who hate education, right? We're hiring female scientists who hate science. We had a woman, a college professor, uh, and a scientist at a Colorado school who came out and condemned physics. She said physics is completely racist because there aren't enough women in it, right? And so you're bringing people into these. F- fields in the name of diversity, they don't know much physics, they don't know much education, but they hate education. They hate physics. I mean, Milty's question is a good one. Mm -hmm. We're replacing competency, whatever the race or gender, we're replacing uh, real serious competency. We're replacing it with people who looked uh, differently but aren't qualified and aren't even interested in being qualified. They're they're there to tear it down, not to participate in it. Right. We just like the outer coating. We like that in politicians, too. It's all we're about. That's and how we like to vote, too. And they're so ignorant that mm-hmm. they don't understand that, in the end, they're destroying themselves, too. Right, right. Well, that's right. And in their minds, that they're, simply their race or their sex or their gender makes them morally superior. superior. So once they sweep away everything we spent thousands of years building, they will clearly build it better. Mm-hmm. And here's the anecdote I tell my, my university kids. I've been a professor for 30 years. I have been surrounded by feminist professors for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And not one of those feminist professors ever chose with her free will to become a science major. They're all social studies and English professors and historians and they're um, women's studies professors. There they are for 30 years. Feminists who had every opportunity – who had scholarships I never got because I'm a man, mm-hmm. who would use their time to get education that had nothing to do with science, and yet they're less lecturing the rest of us as if it's our fault that there aren't more women in the sciences. You are women with PhDs. You obviously are educatable. You obviously took the time to get degrees. How come not one of those feminists for 30 years decided to m- m- major in astrophysics or chemistry mm-hmm. or biology? Right. It's so true. Yep. Their choices, mm-hmm. their choices mean I'm bad that there aren't more women in the hard sciences. Let that one sink in. Not right. It's not their fault. They, they could have chosen, but they didn't. You want to know why they didn't? Because it's hard. It's math. Yep. It's not just gibbering on about Marxist <laughs> dialectic, right? So, so true. all those women who, who chose not to do it are still blaming me and Milty that there aren't more women who did it. Yep. You're so right on that. You're so right on that. And it goes to what we're all about, which kind of leads me to Eminem's story. Uh, the, Eminem, the Eminem candy lesbian ad. You want to talk about this? Well, like all major companies in America today, the left owns the mm-hmm. corporate world, right? They own mm-hmm. it. So Mars Candy, who produces M&Ms, they had a really fantastic ad that's been around for 30 years, right? 25, 30 years, talking M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, just, it just so happens that they're two male M&Ms, right? The mm-hmm. red and the yellow. But they go up, through life and they get eaten up and they, they have adventures. Mm-hmm. Well, cashing in on the woke revolution of the last 10 years, Mars Candy decided that, oh, the M&Ms, the talking M&Ms, were far too white and far too male. Mm-hmm. So they diversified. They went woke. 
They created M&Ms, including, I believe, the brown and the green M&M. They turned them into women and made them lesbians. Mm -hmm. And so all of this is – and meanwhile, they're attacking whiteness. They're doing everything that the left is doing. So lo and behold – People stopped buying buying M and M's. You know yeah. how we know they stopped buying M and M's because just this week Mars Candy decided to retire all talking M and M's because <laughs> people didn't like it. In fact, in their in their in their statement, mm-hmm. they say they never once mention that we're losing money. Right, but. That isn't the point of a company to make money. I would think we have, we, the left has done such a great job demonizing capitalism that capitalism itself mm-hmm. is ashamed of itself. Mars is ashamed that they make money. So what have they done instead? They pretend that they're focusing on woke social issues and they never talk about money. But it's money. Money's the reason that they canceled the ad. But they never once mention it. They talk about their purpose. Their purpose, according to Mars Candy, with all of this advertising, mm-hmm. is not to make money. It is to bring people together. What in the hell does that have to do with selling candy? I have no idea, but they even talked about the candy's shoes can be polarizing and blaming it all on the candy's shoes. So therefore, we have to take the ad away and hire Miss Maya Rudolph from SNL. Yep. The only two parts Mm -hmm. of the M&M that look human are the mouths Mm -hmm. and the feet. Right. And so they were all clad in tennis shoes, which suggested men. And then when they tried to make female Mm M&Ms, they put them in high heels. Right. And so you could see the problem, right? How do you identify male and female from shoes? <laughs> well, the, uh, there's no other way to, unless yeah. you're going to dress them all in the same shoes, you have to put women's shoes on them. Sure. That sure. enraged the gender theorist, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, you can only imagine women wearing high heels. Why don't you put high heels on men? Well, then everybody think they were men, not yeah. women, right? Yeah, yeah. And so but you see how absurd this is. Why do we care what gender a freaking talking M&M. It doesn't matter. <laughs> An animated M&M. <laughs> exactly. And the purpose of yeah. M&Ms is yeah. to sell more M&Ms. What, what I've... Not to- yeah. Well, what I find funny is the fact that they think anyone cares about the talking Eminem ad. Well, I don't even who cares yeah. how they sell yeah. it. I don't the even care, stop. Uncle Milty. To, to, yeah. to be real honest, <laughs> I thought we settled this issue with the California raisins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because they were all black dudes. Yeah, right? they, yeah, like they sure Gay. were. So they're canceling all of the talking candies yeah, now. So the answer yes. is. Not to go back to the successful ad where you had two mm-hmm. male M&Ms talking. Uh-huh. It is to, this is how the left wins, right? Mm-hmm. So they realized, Mars Candy, that this was a disaster to them, their, bottom, their bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. That they weren't making money. Mm-hmm. People didn't like it. So rather than go back to what everybody liked, including a lot of women, obviously, because yeah. right. they, buy, they buy more candy than men do, sure, right? Sure. So go, rather than go back to what worked, the whole talking M&Ms have all been... Uh, silence now. And they went and hired to fix Mm -hmm. the problem, their image problem from Mm -hmm. being too woke. Mm -hmm. They went and hired a progressive Hollywood lefty, Maya Rudolph, (laughs) to be their one and only spokeswoman. And so now all the men are dead. Uh All the men M&Ms are gone. All the women M&Ms are gone. But you got a... uh, non-white female spokesperson to fix the problem. Do you think, by the way, all those people who wouldn't buy uh M&Ms when it went woke are going to start buying them from Maya Rudolph? I don't think so. (laughs) And and can we also say as we go to break that they made her the brown M&M? Go go look at Maya Rudolph and no one's offended that they made her the brown M&M. Okay. 
Be right back. Kate <laughs> Show. It just gets better and better, doesn't it? Oh, good grief. Be right back. More with Dr. Duke Pest and Uncle Milty when I come back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm just gonna be me. I'm just gonna be me. Nothing else I can be but a purpley peanut-shaped chocolate candy. Oh, hello. I'm just gonna be me. Does that sound sort of cheesy? I might say the wrong word. You might say I'm awkward and hate. Just got to be me. Hmm. Yeah, she's uh, the M&M, the purple M&M um, that uh, is the female in the bunch. But the weirder, the better and the stranger, the better. And she's just got to be me. Got to be me. Um, I don't know that you realize that your candies were so sexualized, right? You've got to be the female or the male. You've got to have... You got to have both represented. It's interesting that they haven't done the binary. Um, <laughs> though I have to admit, we also, uh, before we get going again with Dr. Duke Pesta, I just wanted to say uh, that uh, get over to Hyperbaric uh, Inside Out Hyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics.com. They're doing an amazing job and uh, making sure that you get health the way it needs to be done. As far as having a machine in your home and spending some time in this machine. I don't know if you guys remember Allison, who I had. For relationship I have for relationships on she's a, a world known uh, guru on relationships written all the books and she actually uses hyperbaric daily it is truly truly amazing please go check it out inside out hyperbarics.com for your health and it costs a lot less than what you're probably doing with all of the uh, costs of, of health care that are going up. And you can do one for about 200 bucks a month in your home. So get that. Let's, t- let's first take a caller. I've got Uncle Milty, Dr. Pesta. Uh, we're talking about lesbian M&Ms and, of course, white men um, who should not have any say in curriculum, by the way. Because you can't have any say in, in, in uh, uh, school curriculum because you're white. And then also the lesbian M&Ms. Caller, go right ahead. You're live. Okay. Uh- yeah. I'm a white man. Should I hang up? Yes. Yes, honky. Yes, you should. You should absolutely hang right. up the phone. Let me just throw this question out <laughs> rhetorically. Okay, first, just an observation. Okay. So the high school that I went to in the early 80s in uh-huh. uh, North Louisiana uh-huh. was about 85% white. It was one of the most thriving schools, uh-huh. we, yeah. athletics, uh, everything. Okay. It's now 90% black. Interesting. Okay. okay. It gets probably some of the most, it gets the most calls for service, police and, and EMS in the city now uh, where I grew up. Wow. But um, I had a question and I, I bet you all can tell me why this is going on. Why is it every commercial you see now has blacks promoting the product? Yeah, or black, I'll, black I'll and white and marriages. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. Black. I don't know too many mixed marriages, but you got a lot of mixed marriages on TV selling product. Why is that, Doctor Pesta? Well, you don't see a, a white couple anymore. It's always yeah. Asian and black, white and black, right. Asian and what? It. It's because the. This is how this works. This is all. All of this philosophy we've been talking about is completely superficial. I mentioned that in the last segment. This is not complicated. I mean, uh, it took a long time and deep thought to create 
Judeo-Christian values over the last 2,000 years. Right. It, it requires nothing but slogans to tear it down. So they think that by representing everybody in completely different ways, it's the same principle with some of these feminist directors. Why, if, if, if all women needed was a chance to become great directors in Hollywood, mm-hmm. why do the ones that are there keep remaking movies that white men made, like <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters? In fact, women directors, are they're begging for them. If you're a talented or even remotely talented female director, you're going to get your shot in Hollywood. Just right. go. They're, they've thrown the doors wide open, and it's been wide open for 30 years. My question is, where are the great stories from women? Yeah. Why are so yeah. many of these so-called feminist directors remaking movies like Charlie's Angels down the line, right? Mm-hmm. W- w- white, prem- white dude premises that all you do is you keep the exact same script, the same idea, the same paradigm, and you fill the men's roles with women and you think you're doing something female, something important. Take the, the, the rings of power, this compl- complete destruction of Tolkien's universe. Mm-hmm. You've turned it into a, a billion-dollar woke feminist movie, and nobody wants to watch it. The great <laughs> character Gladriel, who's one of the one of the great female characters in the Lord of the Rings, she was a a, um, a sorceress. She was a magician. She was a a great uh, thinking character. In the movie, the new movie, Rings of Power, they've turned her into some dude in a chainmail vest out there <laughs> kicking butt. I mean, it's completely destroyed what was once a very noble, powerful creature and turned her into another idiot on a, on a whor- on horseback. Oh, so they true. have no imagination. If this is the best that women have mm-hmm. to take what men created and then undermine it, right? Uh, well, then maybe the stereotypes were right. Maybe their stereotypes were right. Maybe you can't create. Show us <laughs> that you can. Mm-hmm. And then we'll treat you equally. There you go. And I also wanted to mention, because you brought up movies, whenever they have an all-female cast and the movie totally dumps, you know, it doesn't make any money. They never talk about the money either. They always talk about, you know, they, they talk about the movie not doing well, but they don't talk about profit ever. Because they don't want a lot of people to understand how much money they actually lose when they try to message the movie to death. And no one wants to see all-female casts. Right. So No, you're exactly right. Uh, the, the the movies men created that starred men mm-hmm. oftentimes had depth, complexity, uh, things that people wanted to see. It's it's like the, it's what's happened to the right. hu- superhero movies. The Marvel has become like Mars Candy. The the, the Marvel Marvel Comics is spending what one hundred and fifty, two hundred, four hundred million dollars to make these superhero movies, mm-hmm. and no one's going to see She Hulk. No one wants to see Lady <laughs> Thor. Why? Because you've already seen Thor. Thor is six foot six and has right. rippled abs. It's believable. <laughs> Female Thor, Thor has got three has got C cups and is not that attractive. I'm Amen. sorry. Amen. Amen. Oh yeah. You've got, she when you've got the Hulk uh-huh. who's like eight feet tall, uh-huh. or twelve feet tall, and broad as a school bus, and then you have She Hulk who has ma- mascara on and and wears short shorts. I'm sorry. There's no comparison. I totally agree with you. By the way, um, Eminem's had put out on on Twitter. They they had put out this ad, and it was an ad of a female green M&M and a female brown M&M, and they were sitting on a bench on vacation. And it said, it's rare Ms. Brown and I get to spend time together without some colorful characters barging in. Signed, Ms. Green. 
And of course, the only barging that can be done is the men, you know, oh, yeah. barging in on these two lesbian M&M candies. But this is what was failing. And people were responding to this and saying, yeah, we're not, we don't like this. This is, this is horrid. Uh, Uncle Milty? You know, this entire conversation is proving something. Mm-hmm. What it's proving is it doesn't matter whether you're black, white, Asian, whatever you are. If you're competent, intelligent, educated, and have talent, you're going to make it. If you're just a mediocre blah, you're not going to make it. Yeah. And it doesn't wow. matter what you are. Mm-hmm. And they but, did this whole thing on inclusivity. So the M&Ms came out and they said this whole thing is to promote inclusivity. Although they make her the one in all of the candies because she has to speak out so she can be heard. It's just a bizarre messaging, mixed message. Very weird. Yes. And uh, the one thing I would say about Milty's comment, however, the woke left now has managed to get people who don't have hard work, don't have talent mm-hmm. into positions of power where they're, you're right, they're not succeeding at their jobs, but they, they use that platform to undermine everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's the terror we have to fight. We are forcing unqualified people into important jobs simply under the category of diversity, not about achievement, hard work, uh, any of that stuff. And so this school, she's a school administrator, yeah. which means she can fire teachers who are more qualified than her who don't do what she says. She can decide if we're going to put a good book or a bad book in the school. Mm-hmm. That's that's the horror here, that it, it, these evil white men who control the world apparently were not smart enough to keep out people like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives lie to the, to the idea that this country is completely rolled or totally comp- controlled by white men. If there were such a system, how could these unaccomplished idiots have the power that they have? So true. In the message by Eminem, this is what they said. Now get this. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice. Oh, honey, they wanted you to notice. Um, And we definitely didn't think it would break the Internet. But now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing. No M&M's. It's your wokeness. It's your idea to rebrand what inclusive means and bring it into freaking candy. That's the polarizing part of this, not the shoes. And when they bring it back to, um, we weren't sure if anyone would notice. They wanted everybody to know. So that's why they did a huge campaign about it and a huge song. Right. Well, notice the disingenuousness. They're blaming the anger. People are angry because you sexualized Eminem. Yeah. You're blaming it on your. You're you're basically admitting we made a mistake. But you're not saying we made a mistake by politicizing Eminems. You're right. saying we made a mistake that we didn't politicize them enough. We <laughs> yes. foolishly put high heels on mm-hmm. female Eminems. That was insulting and misogynist. That's what they're apologizing for. Not that we did this. We didn't go far enough. And so they're pretending that, hey, uh, Mia Copa, we, 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 di- we couldn't make M&M's woke enough, mm-hmm. so we're going to stop making them at all. Talk, right? Just, uh, yeah, I, it, it floors me every day. Trust me, this, this kind of stuff, this kind of nonsense. I also wanted you to mention the Jesus, Jesus shirt really fast, Mall of America. African-American guy shows up at the Mall of America in Minnesota uh, and and just simply by walking in, he's approached by 
mall cops basically who tell him you can't wear that shirt in here. You can't wear that shirt. People have complained. It was a shirt that proclaimed Jesus boldly and says people are offended by that. Jesus, one, one mall cop said, Jesus is part of religion. He doesn't belong here. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Now, it is true that the fellow wearing the, shoot, the shirt, who happens to be African-American, by the way, mm-hmm. he was proselytizing in the parking lot, which mm-hmm. is not illegal, uh-huh. uh, but came in to do some shopping and the, they immediately approached him and they're st- they say things to him like, just just take off the shirt, uh, take off the shirt and you can go do your shopping. You want to go to Macy's and get something? Take the shirt off. All we're asking you to do is take the shirt off because people are complaining. Now, it's never mentioned what people are complaining, right? right? But, right. but think about that Jesus now a, a Jesus t-shirt mm-hmm. a, a teacher a, a t-shirt that promotes Jesus is now offensive to the point that we can ask you to take it off I guarantee you right. if it were two women holding hands or if it was yeah, that's uh, okay. guys and assless gay guys and assless chaps walk mm-hmm. on a t-shirt mm-hmm. there would be no problem with that but it's Jesus now right. on a t-shirt well they actually said the shirt represented religious soliciting on its own yep. so the shirt I guess is guilty of soliciting <laughs> how <laughs> how does that work how does a shirt do that all, all, all on its own I'm not quite sure hmm we have messages on shirts every day. Yep. Um, and a lot, a lot more dangerous than that that people that they tolerate, right? Yeah, and so, yeah. um, and if the, if it was anything else but Christ. So, oh, for I, instance, if this was. You're right. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Any other religion, I mean, or Antifa. paganism. Put Antifa on there. Good. Put some yeah. violent image with Antifa. Are you soliciting Antifa at that point? Yeah. Am I soliciting Nike because Nike's on my shirt? Is that a solicitation? They're acting like, I, and I don't know if they realize that people solicit, not shirts. Shirts can't solicit. Right. But why are we even conceding that there's something wrong with soliciting? Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with soliciting. If you walk into an Adidas uh, store with a Nike shirt on, do they say the same thing <laughs> yeah, to you? Yeah, right. I mean, you're soliciting a different brand. No. And so this is absolutely ridiculous to call a T-shirt religious soliciting. It's on a T-shirt. The guy didn't even open his mouth in the mall, from what I understand. Right? Right. No, exactly right. Yeah. And so... Uh, this is how far they've gotten. I mean, they've that the last comment I'm going to make is think about how everything that used to be evil has now been good. Think about how things like witches and vampires went from being evil things to sex symbols, right? right. You've got vampires wearing skinny jeans, right. skinny jeans, right? And who do you prefer, Eric or, or Jacob? Right. You've got witches now that are portrayed on TV as 20-something hotties with tattoos engaged in white magic. Yes, it, empowerment, it, Dr. Costa. culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all empowerment now. It's empowerment. Yep. But it's good but, because it's witchcraft. But if things that were evil are now good, mm-hmm. by definition to the left, things that were good become evil. That's why a Jesus teacher, a, a t-shirt has to go. Wow. That's a sad, sad statement today. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, yeah, they actually said his T-shirt was picketing and demonstrating and soliciting and protesting and petitioning all on its own. That was a busy, busy mall. And if mall that visit. teacher was doing all those things with Black Lives Matter, yep. they'd give him a gift certificate to any store he wanted. <laughs> You're so right. Oh, I thank you for coming on. Yep. Uh, catch the Dr. Duke Show and, of course, Freedom uh, Project, too. Ama- amazing work you're doing. Thank you so much, Dr. Pesta. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks. you. God bless. <clears throat> oh, I just breathed. <laughs> breathed in totally wrong. Be faithful, be fearless, and, uh, of course, we'll see you back here tomorrow.